Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helps severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Buck Brief. This may determine the 2024 election. This could be the entirety of whether Trump wins or loses. And it has nothing to do with votes. It has everything to do with the legal system and its abuse by the Democrats, in this case, the Jack Smith special counsel. Trump's team has, as of Monday this week, reached out with a, an effort to have the Supreme Court intervene with a stay on the circuit court's decision based upon the district court in D.C. decision. Now, this can be messy. So I want to boil this down to its simplest parts first. What's going on here is two things simultaneously. A fight over the timing of all of this. One side trying to speed it up, Jack Smith. The other side trying to slow it down, Trump and his team. That's essential. And also, 
This usually would be the main thing, but in this case it's not, and I'll explain why. A fight over the constitutional merits of the Trump position about immunity. Now, let's start, because this is really important. Uh, The timing will determine whether this gets to trial or not. If it doesn't get to trial before the election, then it obviously can't impact the election the way that the Democrats want it to. So the stakes here could not be higher. They think if they can get a conviction of Donald Trump on the January 6th case, they could have Biden at the top of the ticket, Kamala at the top of the ticket, or someone else at the top of the Democrat ticket. It won't matter. They will win. That is their fundamental belief. And some of the polls that we have seen show that they could be right. Certainly in a Biden v. Trump matchup, if Trump is convicted, specifically in the J6 case, Atlanta, that case is falling apart. New York, that case is a joke. Florida, that case doesn't look like it's going to get to trial, although there's been some pretrial motions about that uh, this week um, uh, or motion around that, I should say, this week. But let's get first back to this central issue of the timing of the immunity claim. So here's what we know. The district court. Right. So the lowest level federal court in D.C. found against Trump. Right. So then he appealed it to the circuit court, which is the appeals court, circuit court of D.C. And the circuit court also found against Trump. Now, what the circuit court has said is we want the district court to be able to to enact its will here, which would mean bringing the case against Donald Trump. So they're trying to speed this up. Right. And the Trump team has has responded by saying, hold on a second. I need the Supreme Court to issue a stay on the uh, uh, circuit court. It's tough to keep this all straight uh, so that the circuit court's order that the district court can go forward is on hold. So they cannot proceed with the trial until we have a chance to get two things, an en banc hearing, meaning all the circuit court judges hear this, and a Supreme Court uh, decision on whether or not this immunity claim is valid and therefore the whole, you know, this whole component of the effort to get Trump goes away. Effectively, the J6 trial is null and void because Trump has immunity from these claims. Now, Here's how they write about it. The, the court should stay. This is the Trump team writing in the decision, which I just read through uh, the court. I, sh- I should say, sorry, it's not a decision. It's the Trump team uh, in the process of trying to get a stay, an application for the stay of the mandate to be issued by the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. OK, so they are asking for a stop. Trump's team, a, they're asking the Supreme Court to put a stop on the D.C. Circuit Court saying that the district court can go forward. So see how all these pieces are moving in together? And here's what they want. The court should stay. This is from this application for a stay. The court should stay the D.C. Circuit's mandate pending resolution of President Trump's petition for certiorari in this court. Essentially, you got to hold off on that to see if the writ of cert gets granted, meaning the Supreme Court says we will hear this. So put a pause on all the trial stuff in D.C. until the Supreme Court says whether or not they will hear it. 
Also, they request as additional relief, President Trump requests this court stay the D.C. Circuit's mandate for the resolution of a petition for on bank, on bank, French, or some people say en bank, but it's en banc consideration in that court before the filing of his petition for certiorari in this court. So they're saying we want the Supreme Court to say hold off on everything, but first we want it. We want them to put a hold off on everything until we have a chance to do the request for an on banc hearing. Right. So you've got these three levels at the top of it: Supreme Court, Appeals Court below that, and then District Court below that. And it's like you know, it's like the pinball machine going off one after another, and then it goes up again, and then one after another, trying to kick this back and forth. Trump's team is saying, you've got to the Supreme Court on the merits. Very likely we're going to win. This is what their what their um, application for the stay says on the merits. They're going to win or we're going to win or at least are likely to win or have a serious chance of winning. So you can't allow this damage to be done by Trump of the trial. You can't actually allow a trial to happen before the Supreme Court hears this because the damage is done by the trial itself. Now, you'll notice there's all these games, and this is absolutely key. Imperative public importance of a prompt resolution of this case. That comes from the special counsel, which was quoted in this uh, application for a stay. The special counsel is taking an unprecedented legal position that the public has a right to a speedy trial. But that's not true. The defendant has the right to a speedy trial. If the defendant wants to file motions, if the defendant wants to have his team bring, uh, you know, bring appeals and bring various, that's within the defendant's right. There's not some countervailing, oh, but the public wants this to go faster, so sorry, it has to go faster. That doesn't exist in our law. The speedy trial is merely there for obvious reasons so that you can't drag it out and punish the defendant with the process through duration. So by extending this, it's very obvious. If I'm charged with a crime and they can drag me into court for five years, oh, we're going to have this, and or, or, or rather they can wait before I can even be seen for five years. That's the bigger thing. I mean, they could drag this out in different ways, but if they just have the charges hanging over my head for five years, my reputation's destroyed. Think of all the anxiety that I have to go through. So no, they have to be able to give me a speedy trial so they cannot allow delay to be its own form of punishment. And then in the trial itself, it, you know, they can't just say, oh, we're going to take, you know, six months day in and day out for this trial if that's not necessary. Uh, right. They have to they have to move expeditiously. They have to move on a timeline that's fair to the defendant. There is no countervailing. Oh, but the public wants this to go fast because you know who wants this to go fast? Democrats. Jack Smith, the special counsel, Joe Biden, the White House, the Democrat Party, the machine of the left. That doesn't that doesn't weigh into this. That doesn't count. So there's a whole new concept being introduced here that I can just tell you is absolute garbage. Um, I want to come back into into the merits of this case. So the timing thing is essential, right? Trump wants it to go slower for obvious reasons, and he has a right to want it to go slower. He also has a right to have this all heard. He the process is allowed to favor the defendant here, legally and politically. They can't speed the process because there's some desire of the public. That's fake. That's cheating. That's politicization of the of the justice system. But then also we'll talk a little bit here about the merits. But this is everything. If Trump wins this, he's probably going to be president, right? 
if they win this legal battle, Donald Trump may lose because of the lawfare against him. So we'll return to this in a moment. But, you know, when Karen and I bought a home last year, there was no question who we were going to use for our mortgage because uh, we have a longstanding relationship with the best in the business, American financing. So I got my personal mortgage done through American financing. They've been helping people get great mortgages with fantastic customer service and super competitive rates for 25 years. They saved their customers an average of $854 last month by tapping into their home's equity to pay off high interest debt. Think about this, a lot of credit card debt right now out there, really high rates people are paying on it. You can get this squared away. All it takes is a 10-minute call to 866-890-9392. That's 866-890-9392. They never charge any upfront fees. They have over 7,200 Google reviews and a 4.7 star rating. They've helped thousands of customers, including me, save real money on their mortgage and put themselves in a better position. Call them today to see what they uh, call them today to see what they can do for you. 866-890-9392. That's 866-890-9392. Americanfinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. APR rates in the five start at 6.406% for well-qualified borrowers. Call 866-890-9392 for details about credit costs and terms. Okay, now on to the merits of the argument about Trump's immunity. Now, this is a big thing. It goes that they go into in this application for the stay. Even they go into Marbury v. Madison and they go into the separation of powers and Article three and Article two. And this is all basically about the following. Can a president be prosecuted for official acts in office? And they make a very compelling case that, well, no, of course not, because then the party that comes into power afterwards could prosecute any president for doing what he does in office. You know, uh, oh, I don't like that he used executive authority for this missile strike on this enemy of the state. So uh, he's he's now a criminal. He's now going to be prosecuted for that. And all the second guessing that would come from it, it would effectively undermine a president's ability to do his job when it comes to official acts in office. Right. So what they're arguing on the other side, first of all, they do the no man is above the law as if that settles this. That actually appears in the uh, in the uh, district court ruling on this. Um, What they're arguing is effectively Donald Trump became a citizen when he was no longer in office. He is now subject to the law like everybody else. And they'll be arguing that he that it is not an official act uh, that would be protected and that it was a ministerial act effectively. I mean, they're they're breaking this down. It's going to get into was Trump doing what presidents do and therefore he cannot be prosecuted for it? Or was Trump outside the scope of what is protected for a president and since he is now a citizen, can be prosecuted for that. Now, this is going to be a fascinating constitutional melee, um, and and I'm not sure I could tell you right now how the Supreme Court would rule on it. I think probably 6-3, but we would have to see. But what's even more obvious and more urgent is the timing of this is everything. Timing is everything when it comes to this Trump legal challenge, because if they're able to get the trial going, the damage may be done. So this is why they're asking for a stay from the Supreme Court of uh, a stay of the district court's movement toward trial so that they can get an on bank. Uh, they can request an on bank appeals court hearing in uh, for the appeals court in D.C., uh, the circuit court in D.C., 
and also they want a uh, an, a writ of certiorari. It's tough to say, but that's what it is. Where the Supreme Court will be able to weigh in on the immunity claim themselves. This is going all the way to the top, friends. It is going to the Supreme Court one way or another. Um, I think that's quite clear, and the entire election probably turns on it. So, in a sense, we may have the court determining whether or not we get to even vote for our preferred candidate in this election, in a free and fair election. It is not an overstatement to say that the republic itself is at stake. These are the stakes that we face. So, we'll continue to follow this. Appreciate you letting me do a deep dive into it. Shields high. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's gold star, fallen first responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.